The primary purpose of the matter over mind experience is to educate. It doesn't constitute advice or services. Before making any changes, please consult a medical or dietary professional. Nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So, take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matter Over Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today, I have a doctor for you, Dr. Kaz. He uses a broad array of tools to find the source of the body's dysfunction. So we're talking about here, the source. When I say source, we're talking about the root cause, not the symptom, but the actual root cause. See, he takes time to listen to his patients and plots their history on a timeline. So he is not, he doesn't just give you a pill for an ill. He listens to you, finds out what the root cause is, and then sets up a timeline to help you to get over that. So we're going to talk about a lot of good things that can be really beneficial for your health today. If you're struggling with mystery illnesses or you know someone who is, we're not going to diagnose and solve your problem, but put you on the right path. Listen to this. Even if it's not a quote unquote illness, you're having headaches, you have low energy, brain fog, you don't feel 100%. Listen to this episode and the knowledge that Dr. Kaz is going to break down for us today. And as always, a hack of the episode. What source of toxins do we encounter on a daily basis? Because toxins is one of the biggest reasons for a mystery illnesses. But the thing is, we don't realize how much and how often we encounter toxins. And Dr. Kaz is going to break that down. And with that being said, let's get this puppy started. Dr. Kaz, how you doing today? Zico, it's such an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk. I'm excited to uh, spread some knowledge and uh, give people another way to look at their health. I'm ready to learn. I'm just going to sit back and let you drop the knowledge on us. But before <laughs> we do that, tell my audience about yourself and your wonderful work. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a functional medicine doctor. Um, and so maybe um, some people haven't heard of functional medicine but you described it so well. What I do is try to help figure out why, right? And so I was trained as a regular doctor. I went to medical school. I did residency as a family practice doctor. Um, I practiced as a family practice doctor. So just your regular GP. And then I was introduced to functional medicine. And it just made a lot of sense to me because it was all about why, right? Instead of people coming to me and being like, you know, you have high blood pressure here, take this pill, or you tested positive for lupus antibodies. So here, go to the rheumatologist, or you have IBS, so take an antidepressant. I was taught through functional medicine training to think about why those things are happening. And there's five main areas we look, and they are food, gut health, 
hormonal imbalances, environmental toxins, and mental, emotional, spiritual health. So I could take a hundred patients with headaches and every one of them has a different reason why, or uh, eczema or rashes or autism or all these different things that I work with. And we, we kind of, an analogy I really like is that we're all born with a bucket and we fill that bucket with stress, with the standard American diet, which we call SAD, standard American diet, uh, with dysbiosis issues, which are gut imbalances, SIBO, which is the most common gut imbalance I treat, low testosterone for men like me, um, hormonal imbalances for women, estrogen dominance, lead toxicity, mold toxicity, all these different things fill our buckets. And most of the time, most people don't even know that their bucket is getting filled up until it's too late and there's already disease. Um, and so my passion and my goal in life is that all this kind of stuff that I do would be preventative medicine. So when you take your kid to the pediatrician, instead of giving like shots and, and ordering like a basic lab test, they would order heavy metal testing. They would order mold testing. They would test the microbiome. They would do all this stuff. And, and, and functional medicine should be preventative medicine. It's not. 99% of my practice is I've been to Mayo Clinic. I've been to Cleveland Clinic. I've been to all the university hospitals and screw it, I'm out of options, so I'm going to try functional medicine. And my hope one day is that's not what I'm doing and that I'm just helping people stay healthy. But right now, it's usually like, okay, I'm out of options for medications or, or the medications they've given me have given me so many side effects that I want a different option. And so that's why people come to me is basically to figure out why they got sick and then how to get off all the meds that they're on. And again, the five areas that we look Food, gut health, hormones, toxins, and mental, emotional, spiritual health. So that's what functional medicine is. Um, if anybody's been to through traditional medicine, they can probably see that it's pretty dysfunctional. So functional just tries to make it a little easier for the patient and, and gives people an opportunity to heal on their own. What you just said teed me off a little bit. Because when we're talking about functional medicine, like you said, it should be preventative, right? Yeah. So when you testing and learning what, you know, what's getting your blood work done and trying to figure for, we got to figure out what foods you may be sensitive to or how to improve the health of your gut. These things should all be preventative, right? But they're not because I've worked with clients who I'm not a doctor. So at times I've had to say to them, look, you may need to work with a functional medicine doctor, but usually they've been to a PCP before. Almost everybody's been to a PCP or a general doctor or a GP, right? So, you know, but so then later on, they go to the functional medicine doctor say, I've tried everything I can possibly try. Now, this is where you can heal me instead of doing what the medicine is designed for, which was what? Being preventative. Right. So it makes your job harder. The next thing that teased me off, and you know this, uh, Dr. Kaz, this is a weight management show, right? Yeah. And when I talk about weight management show, I talk about weight management from the point of being healthy, not cutting yeah. your calories. Cause a lot of people then gain a lot of weight and then struggle to lose weight. And again, they're reactive again. They're like, Oh my God, I don't know why. As someone, you know, where people have different online health issues, if you have diabetes, um, RA, there are many things that you could have that can make it up hypothyroid, hyperthyroidism. There are many things that you could have to make it hard for you to lose weight. But I always say this to people. You don't lose weight to get healthy. You get healthy to lose weight. And I'm going to stress that you don't lose weight to get healthy. 
you get healthy to lose weight. When you lose weight, your body operates the way it's designed, which includes burning fat, which includes building muscle, which includes resting, which includes slowing down the aging process. When you get healthy, your body will operate the way it's designed. And I want people to be very clear on that. This is why I have the matter over mind experience. This is why I bring guests on that Dr. Oz and we have these conversations because I want to be clear that I'm not diagnosing you. I'm not telling you what to do, but the best advice I can give everyone is you get healthy to lose weight and you want that to stick in the back of your head. And with that being said, doctor, sorry about my rant, but I had to kind of go off for a second. It sounds like I have something to add, actually. I love it. I mean, when we we get people that reach out to us and, and you know, they'll usually say what they're coming in for and they'll say, I'm coming in to lose weight and, and I, I'll reject them or I'll say, listen, that's not what we're about. I, I say we're about what you're saying, Zico, and that's, you know, we're going to get you healthy. We're going to figure out if you have food sensitivities. We're going to figure out if your microbiome's in balance. We're going to figure out if your hormones are in balance. We're going to figure out if toxins are the reason why your hormones are in balance and when we work on all of that, you're most likely going to lose weight. And, and right, because once we get the body working properly, then yeah, that weight's going to come off. But coming to me, or it sounds like to you for just like, hey, I want to take off 10 pounds in the next 10 days or 30 days or whatever people, you know, that that's not what I'm about. Like, I, I, I'm like you, I'm about lasting changes, right? And And so... I don't like to waste people's time and there's weight loss clinics out there and, and there's all that stuff, but you know, that that's usually very temporary. If we like, like what you're saying, like if we can get somebody healthy, then that's permanent weight loss, right? That's a healthy body. And, and so that, that I, I love that you're, you're preaching on that and that you're going off on the rant about it because I completely agree. And I could go on and rant all day. So I guess yeah. it's back to the, back to the happy smiles, back to the happy smiles. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to, uh, cause I'm looking at your work and I know you talk about hormone imbalances a lot. So yeah. I have a question on that because we hear that thrown around hormone imbalance, hormone imbalance, but is there really such a thing as hormone balance? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I, I love the connection too, because you know, somebody goes to you and they do, they put in the work and, and they lose weight, but then there's people that might not. Right. And so then they might show up with to me and be like, you know, I'm not losing weight. And the first thing that I always go for when somebody is having problems taking off weight is looking at their hormones, right? Because if your hormones are imbalanced out of balance, then you're never going to lose weight. Right. And so I do believe there's a balance of hormones, right? But a, a very, very important point is, is I don't think that balance is on a lab test, right? And because on lab testing, we have reference ranges, right? And the reference ranges um, are all over the place. And whether we look at, so, so what I'm, you know, right now, I, I just put out a book that's on hormones and on toxins and the connection of the two. So the first half of the book is about, hormones. And that the main ones that I focus on are your thyroid, your adrenal glands, your pancreas, which includes, which is basically about insulin and blood sugar. And then for men, it's testosterone. And for women, it's estrogen and progesterone, right? Those are, that's, 
that's each. So I have a chapter on each one, right? I, and, I, and in each chapter, I talk about what's the best ways to test those hormones. What's the, once you get that testing done, how do you look at the reference range, right? Because that's what a lot of people are dealing with, like with thyroid, like your doctor's only testing your TSH. That, that's like the worst number to test in regards to a thyroid panel, right? You got to be looking at free T4, free T3, thyroid antibodies. But even when you look at free T4 and free T3, you got to look at where someone's falling in the range. As a regular doctor, we're basically taught to order labs, get the lab results, and then just look at the numbers that the lab says are high or low, right? Well, as a functional medicine doctor, I was taught to look at the actual ranges, right? Because if you're all the way at the bottom of T4 and T3, yeah, the lab might say you're normal, but maybe your symptoms don't, right? Like you're carrying extra weight, even though you're following a strict diet, you're intermittent fasting, you're exercising, you do all this stuff. And, and the hormones are what's stopping you from, from crossing that threshold of getting to the weight you want, right? And so that's where it's crucial that you got to, in my opinion, right? And there's, you know, you've interviewed lots of people on your show. And so everybody's got a different opinion and a different strategy. With my, I, but with what you're saying, you know, your question, is there a true hormone balance? I do think there is, but it looks differently for all of us, right? So you might feel okay with a testosterone of 650, but I might need mine to be 900, right? Whereas, or, a woman, she might, one woman might need her progesterone to be at 10, whereas another woman needs her progesterone at 15. And that, so I will never, ever just focus on the lab numbers. I always want to hear, okay, your thyroid, the numbers look okay, but if you tell me your hair is falling out, your skin's dry, you're constipated, and you you get super fatigued after exercise, then I'm going to really look at the range on that thyroid, and maybe you need to be higher, right? And so, out of all the stuff I do, whether it's gut health, and so that two years ago, I put out a book on gut health and diet and all that stuff. And, and so I kind of felt like I, I left the unfinished piece of being the hormones and the toxins, because that kind of signifies everything that I work on. But if there's imbalances, we want to figure that out. But we also want to look at how that relates to how you're feeling, right? And so when it comes to hormones, working with someone, um, I think it's more of an art than a science, right? Like it's, it, there's not a perfect, like, okay, well, if I get everybody's testosterone to 800, then every man's going to feel good. Or if I get everybody's TSH down to like 0.75, then everybody's going it, to, it's not like that. So you, it, you know, that's a major difference with functional medicine that I was taught and, and regular medicine that I was taught is like, I want to listen to you, right? I want to hear what you're saying. I, I don't want to just look, you know, I don't have just 10 minutes to list, to look at your labs and be like, well, you're fine. So, you know, here, take an antidepressant because things aren't working out for you, right? Um, so I do believe there's a balance in hormones, but it is a combination of your labs and it is a combination of how you're feeling. And it's personalized. Like you said, it looks different for each person, which I think is quite interesting. Something as simple as, you know, the BMI, for example, you know, we say, well, 
you know, somebody's at, I think it's 25 is considered overweight or whatever, right? Yeah. But 25, but being overweight can look different if you use muscle or if it's fat. Right. So that, I mean, that's just a simple example of what you brought up, but I know right. your situation is a lot more complicated. You remind me of Dr. Carolyn Stone, one, a good friend of mine. Um, She's a naturopathic doctor as well. And I was make, always make a joke of her that when people say naturopathic doctor, they think it's going to be someone out there with seance making it rain or something like that, right? <laughs> like dancing around, you know, but, but really like she's, she's, she's the same way. She looks at ranges. Now, I don't know if she looks at the same ranges that you may look at or whatever. I'm not privy to that, but she looks at ranges, which you both seem to agree and think it's important. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's get into toxins now because we're talking about hormones on the talking about hormones still right so yeah. what's the link there between let's say hormones and toxins yeah that that's the huge missing piece because it with my patients it's progress just to be like hey your thyroid's low right or you got an insulin problem or you got low t or you have estrogen dominance right or or you have adrenal fatigue or you have all of these things, but my patients are tough on me. They're like, well, why, right? Why do I have low T? Why are my adrenal glands screwed up? Um, why is my thyroid not working right? And so that's the next step of functional medicine. And, and my argument in the new book is that one of the major reasons why that's happening is our increasingly toxic environment, Right. And so when I say toxins, it's just foreign substances to our body. So the biggest toxins that I work with are heavy metals, lead and mercury. So we can dive deeper on that, right? Second most common, especially down in Florida, is mold. But mold is everywhere. I, I've worked in Florida. I've worked in Illinois, Montana. I've been all over the place, and I've, I've found mold everywhere. But the worst kind of mold problems I've seen are in Florida, um, so mold is number two, as far as most common and probably the worst that I work with. And then it, it, I kind of call it the other stuff. And that's a lot of the stuff that people don't realize for women. It's their makeup and their bath and beauty products and their ha hair straightener. The average woman is exposed to over a hundred toxins before leaving the house. Sunscreen is, is like one of the most toxic things. Um, and so in the introduction of my book, I actually go through my wife's routine of just going to bed and getting up in the morning, right? So let's say we have mold in our house. So she's sleeping and she's breathing in mycotoxins. And then we got the Wi-Fi router too close to our bed. So she's getting EMFs. And then she got a new 5G phone and she keeps that on her nightstand, right? And so that's, we got more EMFs. And then she wakes up, she makes a smoothie with almond milk that's full of toxins. Vegetables, she's not buying organic or she is and, and, and they still have toxins in them. Um, so breakfast is full of toxins. She goes outside to play with our dogs. There's lead in the air from airplane exhaust. Um, she goes inside to drink some water. There's more toxins in the water she's drinking. She plays with our dog's toys, or if there's kids' toys made of plastic, right? All of this stuff that we're touching is foreign, and, and our bodies are not designed to carry all of this. And, and so that's a major, there's so many big things when it comes to discussing toxicity, but one Big one is, is in functional medicine, we talk about the concept of total toxic body burden, right? So what does that mean? 
that gets back to our bucket, right? That maybe if I was just exposed to a little bit of glyphosate from Roundup, I'm fine. Or maybe I just have a little bit of lead from my water or mercury from the sushi I eat, I'm fine. But if I fill up some lead from water and air and mercury from fish, and then I get some dental fillings, and then I'm breathing in mold, and I've got the 5G router, and then I got all these toxic chemicals and deodorants and toothpaste and face stuff, eventually my bucket's going to have enough, right? And so that's what I'm, that's the concept of total body burden. Because if you tell a regular doctor that you're toxic, they're not going to believe you and they're going to say you're full of crap. They're going to be like, you don't, you're not, the only thing we're taught to believe in is, is like acute toxicity. And an example I always give is like those kids in Flint, Michigan, where they changed their water supply and they ended up hospitalized, a bunch of the kids, because they had really high exposure to lead very quickly. So that's like a poisoning. That That's the term I would use as a poisoning. What we're talking about is from the time before you're born to where you're at now, how much did you fill your bucket, right? And and so all of us are different, right? We all have a different bucket size. So I, you know, one person could be exposed to a ton of mold and never get sick. Another person can live in mold for three days and they get super sick. You can get five people living in the same house and only one of them is sick, right? And so that that's where it, again, becomes extremely individualized, right? And so that's a key point that, that people need to understand if they're going to go to their doctor and talk about is, is be careful. Don't go in saying I'm toxic because I, I listen to Dr. Kaz and Zico and, and, you know, I got mold in my body and I need help. But, you know, that you're probably going to need a functional medicine doctor to to help you figure that out. So maybe I can, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say something silly. Go ahead. I like silly, but um, I, I like to kind of explain what detox is, right? Because there's, you know, right now online, there's a lot of people talking about detox and selling these detox products. And, and you know, what I think a lot of people don't even really understand what it is, right? And so what detox is, is first of all, toxins any of those ones that I just mentioned are fat soluble. So what that means is, is when they get into our body, they will get stored in our fat. And guess what? Every cell in your body is surrounded by a membrane, which has fat in. So a toxin can literally get stored in any and every cell in your body. Unfortunately, one of their favorite places to get stored is your hormone glands, like your testes, if you're a man, your ovaries, if you're a woman, your thyroid, your adrenals, your pancreas, that's one of their favorite places. So our first detox organs are our lungs, our skin, and our gut, because those are the entryways into your body. So when you put something on your skin, the toxins try to get in, but you've got three layers of cells that try to keep those toxins out. A crazy thing for even for your clients to look out for is they're putting plastic in a lot of new like sportswear. If you go look at some of the big brands and you look at what's what some of this this athletic clothing is made up of, it's got plastic in it, right? And and that's one way you can absorb plastic into your body. So, or you breathe it in, right? You walk outside and there's, there's all types of chemicals in the air. So you can breathe it in. Your lungs have cilia that try to push it out. Your lungs make fluid that try to push it out. But let's say you've been smoking for a long time. 
your lungs are damaged. So that barrier is thinner, right? And then you've got your gut. Let's say you're eating that sushi, right? That's full of mercury. Well, your gut should stay nice and tight to keep the mercury out. Well, what happens is, is your gut can get damaged and create a situation that probably a lot of people have heard of, which is called leaky gut. And that means the toxins are getting in through your gut, right? So we're under this attack, right? And our lungs, our gut, our skin are trying to protect us, but they can't keep up because our environment is just getting more and more toxic year after year. So once they cross into our body, they'll get stored and they can get stored anywhere. But our bodies are very smart. So the first place our bodies send those toxins is our liver. And that's what most people think of as your detox organ. And that's because what your liver does is take those toxins that are fat soluble and make them water soluble. Once they're water soluble, you then poop, pee, and sweat them out. That's what detox is, right? And so I think a lot of people don't understand that concept of what exactly is detox, right? And we all have a limited ability of doing that. So that's based on our genetics. And, and so, you know, let's say my capacity is 100 toxins. I can get rid of 100 every day. But then all of a sudden I'm binge drinking on the weekends, right? And I'm living in a moldy place and I'm keeping my cell phone up against my body and, and I'm eating uh, all this crappy food and full of sugar and all this stuff. Well, my body can't keep up, right? And, and the other thing is your liver needs lots of different nutrients to detox those toxins. So if your diet sucks and you're not getting the right nutrition, then your, your liver can't keep up either, right? And so they'll get stored. If they get through the liver and they're not detoxed, that's when they start looking for places to hang out, which are your brain, your thyroid, your bones, your heart, all these different places. And then that's when disease starts to develop. But the worst part about them is, is it's not like if you eat a bunch of sushi full of mercury that you get a headache, that you feel it like, oh, crap, like that that fish I just ate was full of toxins or that water I just drank is full of toxins. You don't taste it. You don't feel it. You don't see it. What happens is, as you go to your doctor 20 years down the road and they're like, you have Hashimoto's or you have lupus or, you know, you can't lose weight. We have no clue why, or you have IBS or all these crazy diagnoses that people are getting diagnosed with. But it's been this lifelong accumulation that you never felt or heard or saw. And, and that's what makes it so dangerous. And that's where I really think everybody should be getting tested for this stuff. I have a question for you. Um, you're talking about detox, right? And with the liver. So are there any natural habits people can do to expedite or make the detox um, process more efficient? Uh, yes, very easy, free stuff. You don't got to go online and buy a detox product, right? What you need to do to detox properly. Number one is sleep. You got to get sleep every night because sleep is when we restore, right? That That's when all day long we're under this onslaught. Well, sleep is when things regenerate. So you got to be getting good sleep. Drink half your body weight in water in ounces, so if I'm 180 pounds, I want to drink 90 ounces of water a day. I'm going to be flushing that stuff out. A huge one. You got to poop every day. You got to move your bowels every day. If you're not pooping every day, you're not ready to detox because that stuff is just sitting in there because that's a major way we're getting the toxins out is, is by pooping them out. And then you got to exercise. You got to be sweating every day. 
Um, I use personally infrared sauna for my patients to help detox, but that's in combination with a good exercise program, right? So these are things that anybody that doesn't have access to a functional medicine doctor, to testing, to supplements or whatever, that's the most important stuff you can be doing is staying hydrated, moving your bowels, sleeping, exercising, and you'll take yourself a long way in detoxing. So then my follow-up question is, can you talk about hormones? You talk about our cells. You talk about um, toxins being stored in our fat, in our fat tissue. And then we talk about detoxing. But then is it possible to get to the point to where you're at such a high toxic overload that it's damaged your hormones beyond repair? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. So that's the hard part is, is a lot of patients are like, well, all right, so I have Hashimoto's. I have to take thyroid medicine. But can you promise me that once I get done with detox, then I'll be able to get off of the thyroid medicine? And a lot of times the answer is, is no. Um, and, and I can use myself as an example. I got diagnosed with low testosterone at the age of 32, which is a very young age, right? Well, I had a very toxic lifestyle most of my life. I, I did a lot of partying and, and, and unhealthy habits, poor diet. And then I found a bunch of lead in my body too. And so I got rid of all of that and my testosterone's better, but I still need to take stuff to help my testosterone stay up, right? And so our goal is always to try to get off of hormones, but hormones are something that I will prescribe, whether for man, woman, um, I, I believe in using them if they're going to help you feel better, right? And, and a lot of my patients are against medications or against hormone use, and that's fine, but I, I was trained as a regular doctor, so I'm not against it, right? If, if you need a thyroid tablet every day or if I need testosterone every day, I, I'm okay with it because sometimes the damage has been done, right? Because I made it into my 30s without testing any of that stuff. And, and by that point, I think it was too late. And that's for a lot of my patients, that's, that's the problem. And that's the advantage of getting tested early and starting your kids with testing. But yeah, so some sometimes people get get off of the hormones, but sometimes I you know, I believe that hormone replacement is okay if that's going to help you feel better. In that Maybe. case, like just getting the toxins out can prevent worse stuff from happening down the road, right? And so that's that's what I always warn my patients. I'm like, "Listen, getting this lead or mold out of your body, it might not for sure make you feel better, but worst case scenario, if you want to prevent dementia, if you want to prevent diabetes, if you want to present, prevent any kind of brain issues, heart issues, cardiovascular issues, this is real preventative medicine. We got to get this stuff out of your body so your body can, can go through life naturally. Or, you know, maybe I can just like absorb all the toxin and just become like toxic man or something like that, right? <laughs> you can be a superhero. You know? I know I'm working on that. I'm trying to get somebody to experiment on me. So finally, one day I can just because that's how you get superpowers to get experimented on, right? Somebody yeah. experiment on me. One day I can have superpowers. I've been <laughs> trying, but apparently too much legal stuff. Nobody's willing to do that. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, so yeah, so and that is a good point because, like you said, a lot of times people come to you after they've tried everything and yeah. then they say, Now I need a naturopathic doctor. I don't know what to do, but there are times when you can be damaged beyond repair. And that's why it's important to start with a naturopathic, especially someone like you who was trained in conventional medicine and the also now on the naturopathic side, because a lot of people miss that the argument that they have is uh, good or bad. It's the same thing with working out. Is cardio good? Is cardio bad? Is weightlifting away from bad? Same argument. 
it's not that Western or conventional medicine is bad. It's when do you need it? For daily maintenance, not so much. You may not always want to go for Tylenol or even something over the counter when you have a headache. Maybe you need to find out what's the root cause of that headache. Sometimes it could be as simple as you need a nap. Yeah, it really could be right. It can be more complicated than that, but sometimes it can be that simple. You're not sleeping well the night before, or you're not hydrated. There are many things that can cause a cause you to have headaches. But if you're constantly just popping pills, you're really making that situation worse, and you're causing a cascade of things. It's like inflammation, or they say um um gut permeability, like leaky gut, right? They yeah. say that when you have one autoimmune disease, which usually comes out of gut permeability, you're yeah. more likely to have others. Yep. Why? Because you started a cascade of things that's going to keep going and going and going instead of dealing with the root cause. So even if you're not, you have to be on medic- medication the rest of your life, you may prevent having to take medication for something else by working with the right doctor. Am I saying that right? Yeah, you're, you're set up beautifully and that's 100% true. Um, so I love it. I love to hear it. Thank you, my friend. Other than toxic, man, everything else that I said was nonsense. No, everything else I said makes sense. Toxic, man, was a nonsense. Let me say that again. And with that being said, uh, let's get to the, we're coming to the hack of the episode, which we're pretty much giving the farm away, but I'm sure Dr. Um, Dr. Koz has some more stuff for you. But before I do that, let's talk about one of my favorite products. I'm going to talk to you about Perform. See, their products, or from the Amino Co, I should say, are 100% science-backed, built on amino acid technology, first funded by NASA and further refined through rigorous research and independent clinical trials. So PERFORM is an essential as, um, amino acid-based formulation designed to improve muscle performance during exercise, enhance mental clarity, and you know I can use as much mental clarity as I can use, concentration, I need me some of that, reduce fatigue and dehydration, you need to drink more water anyway, and minimize recovery times. I drink Perform is kind of a pre-workout. And one of my favorite things of it, because it has essential aminos and creatine, but each serving has about 60 milligrams of caffeine. And that's important because the right blend of essential aminos and creatine means that it gives your body the energy it needs so you can use less caffeine. So you don't need 200 or 300 milligrams of caffeine to power through a workout because you're getting the right mix. And I've talked to my colleagues and friends who've been lifting for a long time, and I tell them, you got to... I know you, you're lifting and this is what we do, but you can't load up on all that caffeine all the live long day. That's not good. And I have a doctor right here who knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's not good for you. So I do double up and go 120 milligrams. But my point is the mixture in perform helps me to use less caffeine and still power through my workouts. See, the ingredients in perform have been clinically proven to improve strength and physical performance in these trials. 20% increase in exercise completed. 22% increase in endurance, 11% increase in peak power during exercise, 10% improvement in cognitive function during exercise. So their website is aminoco.com slash Zico Health. It, it, right on the website, you go there, Michael Zico Health built-in gives you 30% off all the amino-based products, including Heal, which I drink as my intro workout. But of course, the website is going to be in the, in the description of the podcast. You can click on there and get your discount. And welcome to the Aminoco family. And with that being said, back to Dr. Kaz. So we talk about toxins. You've given us some good stuff. We talk about hormones. But on a day-to-day basis, if you had to pick, let's say, a few toxins 
that are most common male or female that we encounter, what would those be? And what are some of the things that we could probably do to eliminate them or at least limit them in our lives? It's it's hard to choose. Um, I mean, it's, it's everything, but I think that, I mean, a major one that people can look at is their food, right? And, and so whether that food is toxic because of the chemicals being sprayed on it, right? And, and that's a lot of fruits and vegetables. So that gets into the whole discussion of Roundup and glyphosate and all the other herbicides and pesticides that, that are sprayed on food. So I don't know if, you, if people have heard of the Dirty Dozen. That is the 12 fruits and vegetables that are the most toxic. Um, there's the Dirty Dozen and there's the Clean 15. And that list, those lists are updated every year. And so you can just Google the dirty dozen and it'll show up and, and you can see year by year what fruits and vegetables were the most toxic, right? And so that, you know, because when it comes to choosing whether or not to buy organic at the grocery store, it can get expensive. So if you get comfortable with the dirty dozen and the clean 15, you can choose which vegetables you want to invest the money on organic and which ones you don't. I mentioned like the almond milk in my smoothie, right? And, and so uh, in my new book, I put a little almond milk recipe to make your own. That's a non-toxic source. Um, and so a huge thing, I think the best resource that's out there that's free for your listeners is ewg.org. And that stands for, that's the Environmental Working Group. Um, that is a nonprofit, been around for a long time, that basically is assessing everything in our day-to-day lives and its toxicity rating. So you can go on there and type in your deodorant, your laundry detergent, um, whatever foods you have in your cupboard, um, and and you can get a toxicity rating and and your sunscreens and all this different stuff that, that you can go and find out how toxic it is. So a major place I think that for a lot of people I would start is their food and their drinking water, right? And so you can get your drinking water tested to make sure there's not a bunch of crap in there, right? And, and so you can you can find out if there's lead in your water, right? Or uh, pharmaceuticals they've been finding and all this other stuff. So I think a great starting point is just looking at your diet and, and what are you eating? And, and so a way to look at food is it should be nourishing your body, right? And, and so the whole point of eating is to give your cells the energy to function, right? But that's not what we do in America, right? We, we eat fast food and pizza and hot dogs and chips and all this stuff. Um, I think a great thing that I learned is, is that, you know, and I do it for kids, but it's for adults too. When you look at your plate of food, it should have all the colors of the rainbow on it. If you want to know you're having a good meal, it should have all the colors of the rainbow, If you go to Burger King or McDonald's, it's basically just yellow and brown because I don't count the ketchup, right, for red as a color or the green really as the pickle. But um, so that I think it just starts with eating. Right. And, and, And so. You can use those free resources on ewg.org to figure out what it, what are you eating? Is it toxic? You can get your water tested to make sure that that's not full of chemicals. And then I would probably move on to the household products, right? What are you drinking out of? What are you cooking on? What are you, you know, what's your deodorant? What's your toothpaste? And so EWG, again, is a resource where you can look at all of this stuff and start finding organic options and, and start finding cleaner options. And, and 
You can make your own spray for the garden with just using vinegar to kill off weeds instead of using chemicals. And and so I think that, you know, it's so hard to choose because then you could go into your clothing, right? And you can look at, you know, I thought kind of organic cotton was a scam when I started seeing I'm like, oh, they're just putting organic on it because they, they can charge more for it. But then I'm finding glyphosate, which is a the main herbicide in, found in Roundup in people that have been eating organic for six years, right? So why? So the next place we look is their clothes, right? And what are they putting on their skin? Um, and so that that list kind of can go on and on and on um, in regards to what are we putting in our, in our mouths, on our skin. Um, and so I think that those would be high yield places. And in the last chapter of my new book, I go over kind of like how to look at your environment, right? And, and to figure out what are you being exposed to. But I think the best starting point is, is really looking at your food. I love that, you know, and that's, that's a really good starting point because that's somewhere that we, like you said, we can start, right? Is I say, okay, look at our food. Eating organic is not a scam, but I like the breakdown of, well, the dirty dozen or the clean 15, right? So if it's part of the clean 15, yes, you, you, if you can get those organic, go do so, but focus on the, at least the dirty dozen because you know, those are the ones you really exactly. need to go organic. So that's, that's a really good guide. Like I have a company that delivers my meat. I have two companies that delivers my meat to me. Um, ground grass finished meat, um, organic because that's, that's how your boy rolls over here. You know, you buy that's enough of the like stuff it. that I, you buy enough of the stuff I mentioned on the podcast, just make me a millionaire and that'll be the end of that. So I can eat organic all the time. <laughs> but seriously, no, it's, uh, you know, I, I love that. And then we're talking about the almond milk, which I didn't even know about, to be completely honest with you, because I've recently been drinking more almond milk. So now I have to look into that. I'm going to have to, you know, read that it's chapter. It's real easy to make your own. And I got the, the recipe in the first chapter. It's right there, a little box that you can make your own and, and clean that up. See, there you go. So, so many simple things that we can do that doesn't seem like it would even be too time consuming. The clothes is something completely new to me. So yeah. that I'm going to have to look into. I might be wearing clothes with glyphosate right now. And I don't even freaking know or plastics like you mentioned yeah. earlier. So yeah. thank you so much. For everything that you shared is fantastic information. My audience is going to love it. And of course, I'm put so many clips up on Instagram too, because, you know, that's where I put a lot of my banging stuff, a lot of these clips so you can you know, watch it and learn some stuff, you know, and yeah. improve your life, get, get less toxins. Or if you want to work with Dr. Kaz over here, you can do that too. With that being said, tell us more about your work, how my audience get in touch with you. If you want to tell us the name of your book again, how we can purchase it, whatever shameless plug you want to throw out there, <laughs> the floor is yours, my man. Yeah. So my 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 book is called Get the Funk Out. And, and so that's my book on hormones and toxins, but it's spelled funk with a C. So get the funk out with a C. And that's from a saying in my practice that we always said we we put the funk in functional medicine. Um, and so get the funk out is the name of my book. People can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, off my website, your local bookstore. Uh, you can get it anywhere. Get the funk out. Um, my first book on gut health and diet is called Unfunk Your Gut. Also unfunk spelled with a C. So we got unfunk your gut and get the funk out. My website is doc-cause.com, D-O-C-K-O-Z.com. Uh, our emails on there, our phone numbers on there. If somebody wants to work with us, we work on Zoom so they can, uh, you know, they can reach out. We can get people scheduled. 
Um, and I have an Instagram page too, but I, I don't think it's anything like yours. It's doc underscore cause. Somebody said I got a pretty lame Instagram page. Uh, I'm not too active on there, but I do share when I do media and things like that. And I'll just share some of some uh, just day-to-day life stuff. Uh, but I'm on on the gram doc underscore cause. So we're easy to get a hold of. But the books, if you want to learn about functional medicine, if you want to learn about gut health or nutrition or toxins or hormones, it's all there for you. Um, get the funk out or unfunk your gut or both. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Sorry, everybody caught that. I was actually looking up your Instagram as you were talking, <laughs> trying to see how quick I could really be. But definitely, I'm going to share some nice clips on Instagram. Everybody it. knows my my handle, Zico Health, nice and easy. And uh, from this episode and also the episode is going to be out there, you guys can listen to it too and learn from Dr. Kaz over here. Thanks so much for being here. This was a really good episode. I've learned a lot and enjoy the rest of your day, fam. Oh, and before I leave, my apologies, my apologies, show notes, ZikaHealth.com slash get the funk out. I hope nobody left, ZikaHealth.com slash get the funk out. And the show notes will be in the description of the, of the podcast. And with that being said, now we're out for the day. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.